So big welcome to Dr. Kim Bond, who's joining us from NAPAC. And I know, Kim, that we're going to be doing a series of conversations with you on um, ACEs, Adverse Childhood Experiences. But I thought before we started, it would be quite good if you gave us a bit of an overview on the work that NAPAC actually do. Okay, thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. So I said, I'm, I'm Kim. I'm the Head of Development for NAPAC. And NAPAC is the National Association for People Abused in Childhood. Um, NAPAC is an incredible organisation. Um, it's been going for 25 years now. It's our 25th year. Um, and NAPAC is unique in the UK and possibly in the world in that we support all adult survivors of any type of abuse in childhood. So that includes physical, sexual, emotional abuse, neglect. And we have a lot of people contacting us about different traumas they've experienced in their childhood that they might not necessarily identify as being abused, but they're coming to terms with you know what's happened to them and how they want to, to move on with their lives and what sort of support they need to do that. Um, NAPAC has a couple of key services, one of which, in the best known, is our support telephone line. Um, that's available weekdays. It's open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Mondays to Thursdays and 10 till 6 p.m. on Fridays. Um, there is also support by email at support at napac.org.uk. Um, all this information is also on our website, which is napac.org.uk. UK. Um, there's lots of information online that we try to make as available as possible for people um, because we know there's some really useful things that I mean, I'm a survivor myself and sometimes it's just really good to be able to read through some information either before or after having a phone call or an email. Um, so we do quite a lot of work to make sure that those materials are you know, more available for more people really. Um, there's four key things that NAPAC does, the main one is that the telephone and the email support is being able to listen to survivors, being able to, without judgment, in complete confidence and anonymity, just be able to listen to them and talk with them about what they're emotionally feeling, what they need, helping them access the, the support and the information to make those choices going forward. Um, it, it really helps in that way because there's not like a questionnaire or anything you need to fill in to access our service. There's no referral pathway. You can just pick up the phone. You can just send an email. You don't need to be referred by a professional. We do get some professionals who contact us, and that's totally fine. Um, sometimes they want to find out a bit of information before they sign post a client. Um, I mean, a lot of the information is online, but we know that sometimes it's it's just easier to make those, those steps. That's fine. When we've got funding, we also run psychoeducational support groups. These are face-to-face -face groups, so they've also been reconfigured so they can run them online, and they're life-changing. They're absolutely amazing. Um, they're for small groups. They run over several months. And it's I often, I mean, it's, it's such intense work and such life-changing work. as It's like doing you know, like a, a master's course, like a, a master's module. You learn so much about what abuse does, what trauma is, and how to kind of unpick it to move on and to make other choices and, you know, what the healing and recovery really looks like. It's absolutely phenomenal um, when we get to run those. So thanks to all our funders who make those possible. Um, we also provide extensive training for professionals who work with adult survivors and any adults um, who've experienced trauma. We do uh, trauma-informed like, training and support. Um, we're doing quite a lot of work 
to help anyone on the front line to be that police or youth workers or civil law firms, anywhere where survivors might need to go for information and advice. Because there's there's two significant parts there. One is being prepared for when someone comes to you to disclose they've experienced this kind of abuse or trauma, to be able to help them in an appropriate way. And there's also just recognising that when you, you hear a lot about abuse and trauma, you probably need some support yourself because of that vicarious trauma. That doesn't, whether you're a survivor yourself or not, it can be quite impactful, especially when you're using a, an empathetic person-centred approach. So we like to, you know, help people provide better services and take better care of themselves. And there's also things like this we do, um, research, advocacy, using our data and working in partnership because we want to raise survivors' voices. We want to raise awareness of what survivors, you know, need, what helps them the kinds of things that we've learned from listening for 25 years, all those different themes and the issues that people have raised and what we've learned from, you know, listening for so long, listening to so many people. And we know not everyone can be a disclosed survivor and they shouldn't have to be. So we can work to try and make sure that they're still heard and that they're, you know, still factored in when there's policy decisions being made or different services being developed. And things like this, where, you know, recognising that there's 8.5 million survivors in England and Wales who are everywhere. And it's really important to be able to make it a little bit easier for people to disclose and to recognise that they maybe could benefit from support and the kind of options that are open to them. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Kim. What we'll do is we'll make sure that all the contact details for NAPAC are available on all of the episodes that we're, we're featuring you on and also on um we'll, we'll make sure that they're prominent in terms of our LinkedIn profiles and such as well because that's good mm-hmm. work and it's something that needs to be available to people. Thank you. I'm really passionate about it. It is wonderful being able to help people and then especially when like the nature of our service is people are helping themselves. They're making that first step themselves. They're reaching out to get some support. And it's so important that there's someone there who will listen and you know take them seriously and believe them and help them work out what they want to do next. So I'm very passionate about our work. It's a fantastic organisation, some wonderful people. So, yeah, if you're not sure, you can always give us a call. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nice, Thank you.